0: Hey everyone, it's James here. I hope you're well. Just letting you know that after doing 45 episodes of the Australian Ghost Whisperer this year, Katarina and I have decided to take what we reckon is a well-earned break. We will be back in 2024 with Season 3 of the Australian Ghost Whisperer. But until then, we're going to play some of our most popular episodes. You may have missed them, or perhaps you might want to check them out a second time. Here they are, and thanks for listening. (music) Hello and welcome to the Australian Ghost Whisperer, I'm James Shinnings. this is Katarina Legato.
1: Hello everyone.
0: Hello everyone.
1: And hello Alex.
0: Hello Alex. We've got a special hello, guest today. Hello. In. How are we? We're, we're very well mate, we're very well. Um, maybe we'll just cut straight to the chase and ask <laughs> you, uh, how do you know Katarina? How did you come to, to meet Kat?
2: Alright, so me and um, I met Katerina about five years ago I think it was now, five or six years ago. Uh-huh. So it was through my wife and my wife, uh, my wife's sister. She knew Katarina, and yeah, I've. Uh, that's the time I was starting my business. I just opened up a business, and um, yeah, a lot of things were happening in our life, and uh, yeah, I didn't really know too much about everything that Katarina done, and I thought, you know what, uh, I want to go meet. I want to go meet her and um, have a chat. And I have to say, it was one of the best things I've ever done because five years later, she's been in my life for a very, you know, very important part of my life these last five years. And we see each other once every three to six months. And I always leave seeing her just feeling amazing, feeling strong, ready to, you know, take what whatever comes my way. And yeah, I was, I was going through a bit of my own struggles before um, before I saw Kat and, um got uh, but a sales, true. you know. Yeah. So, so. sorry to
0: interrupt, mate. I, I was just going to say, um, before you saw Katarina, were you were you a believer in spiritual things or supernatural or like, were you? Where, where what, what was your viewpoint on, on all that stuff before you met up?
2: All right. I won't lie to you. I didn't even really believe in God till I met Katarina. Okay. Yeah. So Katerina sh- showed me and she said things to me that no one would know and somehow she knew and about like yeah like a past member of mine uh, which was very close to me my grandfather which katarina didn't know me for a bar of soap so how was she gonna know that my grandfather was saying those certain things from like being passed away and um yeah she said a few things that uh, that really got me and at the beginning i was skeptical when my wife told me about it i'm like oh yeah no worries you know yeah but i didn't really believe i'm so- sorry cat <laughs>
1: No, absolutely. I not I you to be honest yeah.
2: yeah i didn't i didn't believe i won't lie and then um yeah after every session we had it just made me more and more and more of a believer and then really, the last session we had was the real big one, the, the one that, you know, really made me wake up to all of this. And when you've done the exos, exorcism, is it? Yeah. 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 So that one was, yeah, that one was a well, wow, well, wow, you know, yeah, yeah, life changing. Yeah.
0: Well, let, let's, let's rewind a, a bit and lead up to that to that moment, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So tell me, so you, you've gone to see Karina for the first time. You, you, you don't believe in God. How were you in your personal life? How you, like Paint a picture of me, of, of how you were as a person back then.
2: Look, I was I was a hard worker. My parents are both hard workers. They've, my dad had a restaurant. My mum has a hairdressing salon. I just opened up my business at the age of 24, 25 it was, um, property maintenance and pest control. So I was... Already into that life of just work hard, you know, uh, find a, you know, I was lucky enough to find a beautiful wife, you know, met my wife, Stephanie, which is, which has changed my life for the better. And, um, and yeah, I was, my thing was I was drinking a lot. I was, um, you know, young running a business. I was drinking a lot of alcohol, a lot of stresses on my hands as a young age. And I felt like I've been drinking from when I was young, like I started drinking young. I don't know, there was always something in me that just wanted to drink alcohol. And I was always the one that drank a bit too much compared to everyone else. And when I met Katarina, she she um she she knew that about me and even though she didn't know me and she was telling me, you know, you gotta calm down with the drinking, you gotta you know, you're doing the right thing with everything else, work and you know, don't don't stress about your business, you know, and she she just gave me the right guidance in things and um and I just always took it like yeah no nah, I'm just, you don't know I'm, I'm Portuguese don't worry I can we can drink anyone under the table but you know and after year after year then that's when about two three years ago um I was on a job site working and I felt like the I said to my my guy that was working with me and I I said whoa, the whole ground the floor just moved. And he goes, mate, what are you talking about? And I go, brother, the floor is moving. And he goes, ow, I think you need to go sit in the van for a little bit. I go, I go, what's going on? I went sat in the van and um, I still feel like my whole head was spinning, everything. I went and had a lay down in the van, still weren't getting better. So I go, you know what, I've got to go home. I went home, I fell asleep. I woke up two days later. And that's when I found, all right. And you know what, Katarina was saying for about a year before that that happened, you need to take it easy with alcohol, calm down. Like doctors, I'd see doctors and they'd be like, oh, you know, you could quit, you can bring it down a little bit, you could slow down a little bit. But no one really told me, like Pat was telling me, like, you need to stop. You can't drink. You need to stop drinking. I didn't take it seriously. I was like, nah, you know what I'm doing? I I can handle it. My body can handle it. I work hard, you know, it's all good. I need yeah. it.
1: The way you were at in your life, Alex, is that the alcohol was really destroying your health, including yeah, your it own was. health. And had you yeah. not stopped drinking, you'd probably would have been dead by I don't know, forty. That, if you could have yeah, managed the way I was it going, you know 40. and then yeah.
3: And you have always Definitely.
1: been someone who had this enormous heart. Like I've always loved Alex's heart. It was he I just thought he had so much love for everyone in him. But I could see that the alcohol was disconnecting you from your heart, it was disconnecting you from God. And it was mm. destroying you spiritually and physically, which is yeah. why I was I kept insisting that you really needed to address the, the the alcohol in your life, because it was just really destroying you on so many levels.
2: Yeah, mm. it was, ev- it was every it was, day.
1: Uh, was, yeah, there were yeah. you were you were basically drinking all the time by that stage. Yeah. I Every day, from two o'clock
2: mm. to sleep. Yeah, right. So, and, so uh, when
0: you went to see Katarina, was it because you felt the drinking was a problem, or was that was there something else that, that you? Well, oh, look, you
2: know, I, I, I don't know. I felt like I was a little bit depressed. I had a lot of when you're doing when you're drinking a lot, you're working hard. You're trying to you know do mm. live marriage. Oh, I got married at twenty. I got married young. You know, four years ago. So I was twenty-seven. When I got married, so you know, maybe to a lot of people that's not young, but like yeah, we're doing a lot of things. We're building a we're building a business. Well, you know, like I, I was yeah. Sometimes my mind would play tricks with me, and yes, I just so I was mentally not coping. And then when we got married, so what happened was yes, yeah, so I was already a bit you know, uh, in life. I was always oh uh, you know, I don't know. I was just I was dragging I don't yourself
1: know. through life really. Pardon. You were dragging yourself through life, almost yeah, waiting for it was the, just, drink and the next drink so you could feel better and get to the next stage of your life.
2: Exactly. I just constantly kept drinking to make me feel better because when you're drunk, you're happy and this and that. But really, it was just masking everything. And then after I, whenever I'd go see Katarina, I just felt so much better. She'd give me clarity of what's going on. She'd give me clarity of my path of you know, the person I am and, you know, as much as you hear from your mum and dad that, yeah, you're a great person and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. For some reason, something in my head always was telling me the opposite. And it, I felt like I was never doing good enough. Doesn't matter. You know, you'd buy one car. Uh, it still wasn't good enough. I, I wanted more and I wanted more and I wanted more. But all this wanting more, it's its, it's all bullshit. You know, true <laughs> happiness is within you know, it's, it's, and, um, and then what happened was me and my missus, me and my beautiful wife wanted to start a family. So we went, we, we tried for a kid. We had a miscarriage and we hear, you know, miscarriage is a, it's a common thing, you know, it is what it is. But my wife has never drank, has never taken drugs, has never done anything. She's healthy as anything. So, you know, who's the person that's got all the poison in them? Me, you know, and then. My wife had another miscarriage and another miscarriage. And now the other, and now at the beginning of this year, another miscarriage and every miscarriage she's had has given me more strength to be a healthier, better person. Now I, I haven't drank for two years. I, um, and, and honestly, I wouldn't be able to do this without Katarina because like as much as everyone, like everywhere you go, there's always social, everyone's social to have a drink together, have good times. And, you know, for someone who's an alcoholic, that's, you know, for a normal person who drinks normally, they ah, like, oh, that's not, not a problem. You know, they'll go anywhere, have a couple of drinks, and then the rest of the week, not drink anything. But for me, it's to go anywhere at the beginning and not drink was like, it was scary. It was like, what yeah. do you do then? All I've ever known is to get drunk at events. And then I started getting loud and too rowdy and I just needed a change. And honestly, seeing Katarina and showing me it, just like just talking about things that no one could see other than her communicating through to my grandfather, which I look at my grandfather, like, you know, I, I've done a lot of, I spent a lot of my younger um, life at my grandparents' house, you know, they, they helped out a lot with when mum and dad were working and all that. And, um, and my grandfather was, uh, you know, he's, is a strong man. He's had 10, 11 kids. And, um, yeah. And for for him to communicate with me through Katarina was amazing, especially for someone who didn't believe in God at one stage. So it kind of brought my faith out to open my eyes to a whole new, um, thing. And really, and, and from that, like growing up, I was very angry and, and uh, I don't know how to explain it. I was just an angry child, like anger, a lot of anger. And every year of meeting Katarina, I've just become more happy, more let things go and more loving and compassionate and and what I should be, you know, a normal human being, not, yeah. not yeah. this angry, you know? And um, yeah, and the last, it's funny because the last time I saw uh, Katarina, it's now been two years, so I haven't drank and For the first time in my life, I've told myself, because I quit at the beginning for a year and then I relapsed and because I always had it in my head. Once my wife's pregnant, it's all good. Then I can go back to drinking again. But that's not the right thing to have in your head.
3: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: Uh, the right thing to have in my head is that's it. I'm done with drinking till. You have it where you can be normal to drink, you can socialize and drink and not fiend to come home and drink more. Mm. And the last time I saw Katarina, I came in just for a healing because I love going to see her for a healing. Because every time I go for a healing, I could feel like the whole world, the weight of the world's on my shoulders. When I go in there, I walk out feeling like I'm on a cloud, ready to take on anything. And um, as I sat down, she goes, You're ready. And I go, What do you mean you're ready? She goes, you're ready to let go of the demon. And I go, I go, what? I go, what are you talking about? Instantly, as she said that, my hands jarred up like that. My hands jarred up. And I swear to you, I'm not lying. Like, this is not a joke. My hands just went like that. And this is why when anyone asks, I tell this story to, if they don't, like, I can't even explain the feeling my hands shut up and she just started. She had her wand out and she started. She goes, time to release this demon within you. You tell him you don't want this demon inside of you. Tell him to get out of you. And, I'm, and I, was, I was starting to get scared because I couldn't move my hands. My hands were going, they were vibrating like I, I can't even explain this. Like when I, This happened like seven months ago and I'm still freaking out about this. My hands were shaking and I couldn't make a fist. And I started tearing it from my eyes going, what, like, what the fuck is happening to me? What, what's going on? Like she's, and she's top. She's going get this demon out of you. Like, be strong, get it out of you. You're ready to let go. And, and I don't know how long this went for. I think it went for like 15, 20 minutes. I couldn't, I couldn't move my hands and I go, what's wrong with my hands? She, and she goes, he's you've, you've released. She's got this demon out of me. She goes, now lay on the bed, lay down. And I go, I'm, I'm freaking out because I'm going, why is my hand still stuck like this? She goes, don't worry, don't worry. And she had her one on top and on top of my chest and doing all the points to get it out of me. And as I just started laughing and crying and laughing because my hands would come back. I go, what, what the fuck just happened to me? And she goes, you've, you've released the demon from within you. She goes, this demon's been inside of you. This is the demon that you get from being the negativity, the alcohol, the hatred, the anger, all that shit you had inside of you. That was this bloody demon that was in you. And and honestly, since that day, before I have to say for the, about a year and a half before that, I was getting dizzy a lot too. I forgot to say when I was going through the bad alcohol. And even when I stopped drinking for the whole year, I'd be somewhere and boom, they feel like the whole ground would just move. And I grabbed the wall and look, I'm sweating telling this story because it still is, I still can't believe what happened to me. I can't get over the hands. My hands were frozen shut. I thought that was it. Like I was, like, that was it. Uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it's some crazy shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, yeah. Need some, wow. water. Yeah. Yeah. Take some water. Yeah.
1: some water, yeah, because the demon was taking hold of him as I was trying to remove the demon from Alex. Uh-uh. The demon had his, like, I'm not letting Alex go. Like I could sort of feel. I couldn't believe it. So angry. And that's why you were shaking. But the more I channeled the love and the light into Alex's body, Mm. then the demon couldn't, wasn't comfortable anymore in that environment, that higher vibe that, but also Alex was ready to remove that demon because all the sessions we had, he was still Kind of, oh, I will. I won't give up the right, alcohol. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know all about this, but I, I feel. I always knew that the moment would come. And I think everybody has inner demons within them, you know. And it's hundred percent to be fully ready to say, I am now changing my life. And I think somehow you had worked through a lot of your own personal issues and you were ready to turn it around. And so that, that demon was no longer wanted or needed by you because mm. it was just feeding off your energy. It was feeding off your misery.
2: Yeah, my anger, my misery. And, you know, that, I felt yeah, like yeah, that... that, that, that demon. Anger,
1: Within you, your anger, your alcohol created a demon because mm. we are created beings, so we create you mm. created that demon inside of you, and that, and that was like, yeah, it was the God within you, the false God within you, that was yeah. running your life and running your thoughts. And, and I think that the business was always like the demon was trying to keep a grip on you. And there was an internal battle going on within you. That's why you felt off centered and, and dizzy because you were having a battle with this demon because the demon knew it was coming close to the time of its departure.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like, look, I've always felt like I'm strong in a way where if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If I want to do something, if I want to, Whatever goal I've put in my head, I'll accomplish. The hardest thing for me ever was stopping drinking for some reason. Everywhere I would go, when I'd tell myself, no, nah, I'm not going to drink today, I'll drive past, and there's something always, a voice in my head, just go, yeah, just one, you know, just one. One would yeah. turn into two, two turns into ten. Every time. Until this happened. This happened eight months ago. So, So, like I said, I quit the first time for a year, and then as soon as my wife fell pregnant, at the end of last year or yeah at the end of last year that was like a. Uh, that's it i thought all right now i can drink again because she felt pregnant and i thought i'll drink like a normal person that first day i drank a whole bottle of scotch to myself <laughs> and i i didn't pass out or anything i was like like i never even left the alcohol like the alcohol like i never even stopped for that year and i hadn't had a drink for a year I Mm. thought I would have been smashed by one or two glasses. I nearly drank the whole bottle. There was like a little bit left in the bottle. And then I drank, you know, a fair bit in that three months that my wife was pregnant. She had another miscarriage when we went to find out the gender. We went to find out the gender and then she had a miscarriage on that day. And that was it. It broke my heart. It broke my heart. And I spoke to Katarina about it. And she's like, darling, you've just got to let go of this alcohol. You've just got to have it in your head. And then Katarina actually done a, hip, hip, hypno
1: a on for the hypnotherapy alcohol.
2: on me to, to mm-hmm. stop not drinking. to not want to drink anymore. And for the first time in my life, I didn't I didn't get the urge after that hypno to drink. As much, Like the first time when I quit, it was very hard that first year. But once I'd done this hypno, I felt like beautiful. Like I, I can now finally control this. And, you mm-hmm. know, just the other day, we had at a christening and I had a couple glasses of wine. And this is the first time that I've had a couple glasses of wine and I didn't come home and want to drink the whole bottle of scotch or open up or have any drinks. And I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, I had two drinks. And the guy goes, would you like a third? And no one had to talk for me. I, they Everyone looked like come on, have a drink. And I go, no, I'm good. Like I'm fine. And I've never felt this way ever. Mm -hmm. Like I've suffered with this my whole life. Like a lot of events where I've been the loudest, the rowdiest and what for? Like you make a fool of yourself, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, like, honestly, like my parents would always tell me, friends would tell me, my missus would tell me. And I was always just like, ah, shut up, you're soft. You know, you can't drink like me or whatnot until the sessions that I would have seen Katarina, she really showed me because of what she could see that I could not see. And she kept proving me, like, not wrong, but, like, she kept showing me these things for years. And so now anything that she says to me is God. You know, That's Katarina is God. You know what I mean? Like, when she... When she talks is that's it like I, there's that's it you know what i mean so so what she says i talk to the heart and it it sticks to, it stays that way you know what i mean and it's made my life so much better i'm happy i'm never depressed anymore like all right we went through the miscarriage but she shows me there's always a brighter light at the end of the tunnel me and exactly. my wife are good together
1: out to of an alcoholic father that's exactly that child didn't want to be part of an alcoholic father, because then you would have passed that on to your children. So that cycle needed to be broken. And sometimes God sends us very powerful lessons that can be very painful. But when you look back, you can see that was for the best. Mm
3: -hmm. Because
1: imagine you would have kept drinking and you would have passed on that habit to your own children.
2: If I have a son or a daughter, yeah. I don't want yeah. them to see. I don't want that. I don't want them to be,
1: them to be embarrassed healthy.
2: of their father.
1: And also yeah. feel connected to God and feel connected to their divine selves.
2: Mm-hmm. And now Definitely. you can
1: be this amazing dad.
2: And now I'm healthy. I'm fit. I've been boxing for the last six to eight months. Um, I I I couldn't even drink like how I used to if I wanted to now because I get my ass kicked in boxing, um, I, I just, yeah, I'm I'm on a new path of just, you know, and a path I should have been when I was 21. But mm. you know what? It's taken a bit longer. I'm 30 now. And, you know, I feel like I've accomplished a lot for my age. We've got a successful business. My wife's happy. We're living in our own place. And, you know, God will give me a child. And awesome. I know he will, you know, yeah, I know he will.
1: You've transformed and, your life.
2: Um, yeah. definitely, definitely. You're
1: going to be an amazing yeah. father. Yeah. And Thank
2: you've you. gone
1: plant-based, haven't you? You've stopped all the... Yep, gone yeah. I've
2: gone plant-based. Yeah, and you know what's funny with that? At first, I was always... I was a very big meat eater. I was always, every Sunday, one kilo tomahawk on the barbecue, on the charcoal. And every Sunday. And, um, and then... I, Kat was telling me about plant-based, vegan, and then I really looked into it. I done my own research, and I can't believe how much better. I and even now that I've been plant-based now six months or five five and a half months now, my recovery mm. is so much faster from when I train. I got so much more energy. I get up every day at five o'clock. I train. I go to work at seven. I work till five. I come home. I do the paperwork. I've still got energy. Before, I used to get home at four and need to drink three, four glasses of scotch to get through all the paperwork. I don't drink like that anymore. I don't, you know, now when the next event, I'll have a couple glasses of wine. That's it. You know, like, yeah, doing doing things normal, you know, like how I should have been doing.
0: Yeah, that sounds like like your life Transform. has done a complete, complete um, 180. Like, it's just, it yeah. sounds like it's just
2: completely changed. Yeah, 100% for the better. Yeah. Yeah, And I have to owe it to this woman here, Katarina, because without her, I don't think I would have
1: done it. I think you always had it in you. I just helped to bring it out. Yeah. You always had it in you to be an amazing human Mm. being, and you are. Mm. Thank you. You you guys are going to make amazing parents.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. It's going to be good. Well,
0: Alex, thank you so much for sharing thank that you. with us and being so open and honest with your journey and, and what's been happened to you over the last few years. Like we, we really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing that with us.
2: Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys.
3: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row.